the deployment of soldiers and the amount of monies that uh, are going to be spent on the soldiers that are on the streets now. The national shutdown, from its beginning, it was uh, declared to be one day. And uh, as to a month deployment, I don't understand what informs that. But dealing with the criminals that we're dealing with, that might be an opportunity for them uh, to loot. Because in the army, ordinarily, and in, in, in many instances, we never get to get to the bottom of how money is get to be spent in the army. Uh, and that's where it is very easy for a corrupt government to just exploit that opportunity and uh, steal the money. Because uh, we don't want to undermine the, the integrity of the armed forces, especially uh, of our own country. Because once you start making unnecessary demands, at times you are even tempering uh, with their intelligence operations and all of that. But it is for South Africa to see for themselves that we have no president at all. We have no crime intelligence. We have no uh, uh, state security. Uh, we have no army intelligence. Because someone should have said to them, stop being jokes and focus on what you are doing. Because there is no such a thing. Guys, we started together when we were announcing the national shutdown. We announced it through you. Not once have we ever spoken about violence. Not once. The violence never started after the beating of uh, kids in Hillbrook. I'm happy that he mentioned that. Because the intention of Hillbrook was to intimidate whoever is going to participate the following day. So they wanted to demonstrate a night before the state heavy-handedness on the protesters and threaten anyone. So that's what they were trying to do. And they failed dismally uh, because with the intimidation that they tried to make through the arrest of the kids in Elbro a night before, didn't produce any results. If anything, we went to release those kids immediately. So now, if you say you are stopping violence by beating up the girls, which violence was the, girl, the girls were committing? Which one? Because those kids were marching on the pavement. That's how they mobilized the student command at VETS, at uh, UJ. When they do mobilization in Bramfontein, they move from apartments to apartment, from this building to this building, stop outside, start singing, those ones get out to join them, they go to the next one. That's what they were doing. Not during the day, not at the peak hour, they did not tamper with anyone. They just went about mobilizing to, for people to join uh, the legal action on the 20th. So, the action that they were mobilizing for was legal. They didn't do anything illegal. And then you arrest them. Uh, why? Because you want to use them to intimidate the whole country and show them that uh, 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 you can actually use force against uh, peaceful protesters. That was supposed to be something that all of South Africa should have condemned. That you cannot use violence. It doesn't matter 
uh, whether you like what these people are seeing or not, as long as they are not uh, burning public property, uh, they are not engaged in any form of disturbance or anything of that sort, why do you beat them up? One of the police officers there, which a judge refused to accept, by the way, in court, that evidence, that there was a police officer who was saying, shoot the window, shoot the window. That, in a way, that place where they were shooting the window, it's a residential area. What if that rubber bullet finds a four-year-old, two-year-old, three-year-old in that window that they say they must shoot? Those who are trained to use firearms know that for as long as you don't know what is beyond this point, you can't shoot. But the apartheid, bloody, thirsty policeman, when they say to him, shoot that window, shoot, without knowing what is behind that window, he shoots. We are trained not to shoot if we don't know what goes beyond what our eyes can see. Because you might hit ordinary people. What if you hit a pregnant woman? Because some fool around who is excited by the sounds of uh, firearms says shoot, shoot, shoot. And you take an illegal instruction, you shoot. So it was an act of intimidation against uh, was it not on the same day or uh, in line with that court order of the DA? You know, when you deal with illit illiterates, they, they find it very difficult to follow logic. After the court of DA in Johannesburg, 5 o'clock, we were instructed, but court said, by 5 o'clock, we must issue the statement that says the march is going to be peaceful and that there will not be blockade of roads and that there will not be a destruction of public property. Five o'clock, we issued that statement. So when an illiterate says to you, we started talking peace after the guns, and no one challenges him to say, but it's not true. There was a court order that instructed them to issue the statement they did. Before that, Malema spoke in Soweto to EFF uh, branches. He spoke peace. There was no gun. Throughout its mobilization, we said peace must be the language. Why? We don't want you to concentrate on the looting. We don't want you to concentrate on destruction of property. We want the message to remain clear. And that's why we are in this press conference today. No one can divert from the issues and ask us about the site issues because there are no site issues. The message remains to date. So why would you question the success? What was the objective? The objective has always been to get, get the message across. And we did that. And we did that successfully without any destruction of property, without harming anyone uh, as the leadership of the EFF. Uh, I mean, this thing that you are asking us about the house that was burnt where the neighbors, I mean, bombed, where the neighbors had something, quack, 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 boom, <laughs> the house fell. You want to reduce us to Netflix now? <laughs> we don't make movies. We're engaged in real struggle, not quack, 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 quack. So, please, we are not part of that mess. If a person says to you as journalists, 
my entire family is dead. And then you go there, it's a very concerning thing. It comes out, it's a lie. Why would you still take anything from that person? Why would you do that? Such a serious statement of my entire family is dead. And then you still want to ask us about the same person. Anything that comes from that mouth has a potential of being a lie. I'm going to arrest Malema. It's a lie. <laughs> My entire family is dead. It's a lie. It's a lie. So what must we do? It is the journalists themselves who should be saying this is not worth our attention. Really. And, and, and leave it as it is. Once a person says my family is bombed, you don't even have to report about me. Immediately send a failed reporter. Go to Malema's house, check what's happening. No, we're here at Malema's house as he has tweeted that the house has been bombed. And we find out that there's nothing that was bombed. Because every layman will know that if you uh, want to damage a window, those glasses of the window, they're going to fall the opposite of where the pressure came from. So if you hit a window from outside, the glasses must fall inside the house. Where you went, you found the glasses outside. So meaning gua, 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 gua came from inside. And Ogarba Twana and Ali Gogo got a WhatsApp group. Give WhatsApp group A one. Got a Gogole and now a little rich eye. Taruna look a quechagaramiko, Tianagua. I would claim my insurance. So Garbatagani got Twana. So Lejam Hutowe, it's not things that you should actually even be bothering the nation about. The nation has got serious issues to deal with. What is to be done? The struggle continues. Like I said, this is the beginning. You know us. Once we start, we don't go back. And I, I'm not worried about anyone who says anything because many of them come late to the party. But they eventually come. Remember when we started with the President Zuma's issue? The ANC was nowhere to be found. Especially this one who's singing for supper. Didn't want to hear anything. Right? But at the ultimate end, DP will tell you, Paul Mashatile went to him in parliament and said, withdraw the motion of no confidence so that the ANC can put its own motion of no confidence. We said, no. You're going to vote for our motion of no confidence. He proceeded, Paul Mashatile, to go to the press conference and says, we have instructed our members to go in there and vote for the EFF's motion of no confidence. Even at that time, it started like this. Eventually, the ANC came to the party. The ANC will come to the party like the rest of South Africans. You take time to, to warm up, Shem. But we are very patient. We, we, we know that we are an advanced detachment of society. So now, load shading. Three days towards the shutdown, it was used to demobilize people. That's why they, they, they didn't take it away. It was used to demobilize people. Imagine if we're at a load shedding stage six, 
and there's a protest outside about load shedding. Apart from wanting to join it because you are conscious about it, but the fact that you are bored, you are going to have to sit for so many hours without electricity, you will automatically join. They used that and then said, no, we can't. Whatever you do, please make sure the lights are on. And I said to Dr. Mbuiseni, I, I was praying, I said to him, I, I pray that they don't respond to this pressure by keeping the lights on beyond the capacity of the grid because they are under pressure and it collapses the grid. Because they were so disparate to keep the lights on to a point that they had potential to collapse the grid. Whatever it takes, let's do it. Uh, it doesn't matter. The lights can be off. So it was used as a, a method to demobilize, which now comes to the point that it is possible to keep the lights on. Someone doesn't want, and the EFF has proved that. Three days before, ha, look at the results of the EFF. You, you're saying, where to from here? You, you are supposed to thank us first that in so many uh, months and months, for the first time on the day of shutdown, you had so much electricity. No, no load shedding. Thanks to the uh, EFF, immediate delivery, not after the march. During the march, we delivered the demands immediately. Why? The big users of electricity decided to close. Uh, so I responded to the violence. All comrades who were beaten up, we, uh, we encouraged them to open cases. That's what we said. They need to open cases. The, the, the policemen who harassed those kids in uh, adverts, one of them is captured uh, nicely in a video. We need to pursue that one. And to teach police that no matter how angry you are, you will never be a combat. You will always be a service. And that's why we are taking Mukwanazi's comments to the uh, uh, constitutional court to, be, to court to be declared unconstitutional. Mukwanazi has got no option to say, today we are a service, tomorrow we are a combat. No. Uh, coming from the mouth of such a powerful man who says, today we are, a, we, are a, we are a combat and citizens will forgive us because we are putting aside the service. Police have got no such luxury. They should know that under whatever circumstances, they remain service to our people. The police we worked with in Pretoria where I was, they were always like, Mr. Ndozi, what do you need now? Which road do you want us to take? Not, no, you can't go there. You go there. No. Always very cooperative. To a point where I even started playing with them. When they turn, go left, go that way, I, make, I decide, let's go straight against where the police are going. They will run, come the other way to rejoin the march and not be angry and say, no, what are you doing? No. They knew it was a peaceful protest. We have a responsibility to protect it and we have an equal responsibility to protect the public and all of that. Mkwanazi acted in a childish manner. You know why? Because the EFF has been saying Mkwanazi must be the national commissioner. So for sure, he thinks that they think he's part of the EFF. So in a way, he's trying to prove to them 
that I'm not EFF and then he does childish things with I, I, you know a disparation of a career policeman have you met a, ever, ever met a policeman every day you meet a career policeman ordinary one just tell me what you talk about promotion that's what they say all the time there's no policeman you can speak to and doesn't talk about promotion eh, eh, man I've been a warrant officer for 15 years. Can a plan be made? Nkwanazi wants a promotion which he deserves as a career policeman who can combat crime in South Africa. But he descends into political utterances that he knows nothing about. He's a political illiterate and he must stick to being a career policeman. Or that is his character. And that's what he must do. Let him be a policeman and leave politics to politicians. Now to want to try sound smart because you've got a commissioner who can send an email. You're trying to show people that you are better than Masemul uh, by attacking the EFF in an unconstitutional manner. It will destroy him trying to please the people who don't like him, by the way in all what he did in KZN was to try and please the people who don't like him and trying to show them that I'm not part of the EFF they always talk about me childish, childish response and he will regret it because we're going to get those utterances declared unconstitutional they are a threat, serious threat coming from a man in his position motion of no confidence again exposed the ANC's uh, uh, attitudes towards accountability. We didn't expect anything less. What do we do as a small opposition with how many members? 44 in parliament. Is to expose the hypocrisy of the ANC and the hypocrisy of the official opposition. That can allow members of parliament to be removed from parliament by armed policemen. Guns must be prohibited in parliament, in the National Assembly. Because what if that policeman gets triggered by someone he has been seeing on TV and this person has been irritating him for too long and then that, that's an opportunity to shoot. You bring guns inside parliament officially. It is something that must never be done. So to say no, the speaker should, should have done the following in order for us to arrive at a motion of no confidence. It's wrong. There are certain things that are called cardinal mistakes. She made a horrible, terrible decision that day uh, which uh, exposed her that she's not a good uh, Speaker, ICC, Putin is welcomed here, and no one is going to arrest Putin. If needs be, we'll go and fetch Putin from the airport to his meeting. He will address, finish all his meetings, we'll take him back to the airport. We're not going to be told by these hypocrites of the International Criminal Court who know the real violators of human rights who know the murderers of this world 
that former uh, premier, uh, uh, prime minister of uh, Tony Blair, admitted that they made a horrible mistake when it comes to Saddam Hussein. They've not been charged today. Bush is still there. They've not been charged till to date. And then Obama killed Gaddafi. And then nothing has happened. We're here today with Libya being destroyed and unable to recover because of America. We know very well that where NATO gets involved, those are terrorists. We know very well where the U.S. says we're going in to uh, install peace. That place will never know peace as long as America has visited that place. So we don't want uh, ICC's hypocrisy to apply here in our country. President Putin is welcomed. We know our friends. We know the people who liberated us. We know the people who supported us. In Kutokonaval, the weapons that were used in Kutokonaval that led to the liberation of South Africa were coming from Russia. Russia supplied us with weapons in Kutokonaval. Cuba supplied us with soldiers. MK was drunk. Cuba brought the soldiers. Russia brought the armaments. We were supposed to be the ones that are being complimented and supported by these other countries were found wanting. But let me ask a question, and this is to all South Africans. On the hand side, which mass campaign of the ANC was ever successful from its formation? Which one? Which mass? In history, I'm asking you about history. Let's take Sharpeville. That's not ANC. We all know that. Let's take 1976. The ANC actually issued a statement condemning the children of 1976. Only later to hijack the victories of 1976. Where was the ANC when they were calling for to run South Africa ungovernable and uncontrollable? There was no ANC in this country in the 80s when the youth took over the streets. There was no ANC. Which com mass campaign of the ANC was successful? They came and did a mass campaign on HIV and AIDS. That was one of their mass campaigns. A lot of people died because their campaign was not successful. Which mass campaign? So what Mbalula is doing is what his predecessors did to always condemn mass actions. And they're not starting now. They're not starting now. They've always been uh, always following activities, but they were very good with propaganda. Someone must go to the papers of Solomon Matlangu's court. They're there. Someone must go there and go and tell us where Solomon Matlangu says, my blood will nourish the tree that will bear the fruits of freedom. Tell my people that I love them, they must continue with the struggle. In the, but he said it there in the court. 
in the court papers. There, that's what the ANC told us. Eh? Yeah, go and show us that. There was a guy there in the ANC, still very good, but he's no longer active. Called Peter Maibui, Joel Nechtens. Those guys had a, a department called DIP. Its role was to do those things. Ah, propaganda. They were very good at that. That's why everything else, if you're to tell someone that 1976 is not ANC, is going to be shocked. What are you talking about? What are you saying? Because people just automatically assume 1976 is ANC. It's not. It's not. So it has got no history of mass protest. Why was O.R. Tambo staying in Britain after the, the British government declared ANC a terrorist organization? If indeed it was a, an, an organization that constituted a threat to the white establishment. Okay, let's bring it closer to history. Can you imagine that terrorist that America killed? Osama bin Laden. His organization being declared a terrorist organization and then he stays in uh, Washington. How do you reconcile the two? That the British government says the ANC it's a, a, a terrorist organization. Its president and his family and children stay in London and they go to schools in London. Children of, of Osama bin Laden going to school in Washington. How do you reconcile that? So, we shouldn't be uh, told nonsense by people who, are, who know nothing about uh, mass mobilization. They don't have a history of mass mobilization. And that's why he doesn't know what he's talking about. I have nothing against Mbalula. All I did to him was, is the EFF that declared shutdown. It's not the Malema family. And you guys, fairly so, you go to him and say, the EFF has declared shutdown. What do you think? Yeah, that Malema can go. That Ma No journalist said Malema has declared shutdown. So when you talk about this issue uh, degenerating and, and all of that, if you want to get it right, go to the real cause. The Secretary General of the ANC uh, demonstrate the, the lowest level the ANC has ever been. The lowest level where the ANC, the ANC has never been at this lowest level, both in thinking and in character. There's nothing comparable, for instance, between Mbalula and Joel Nestens. I just gave you an example of the best of the best the ANC has ever produced. We don't agree with Joel on issues, but you can't take it away that he's a thinker. We don't agree with his politics. Now, the Secretary General of the ANC is the highest, highest level of the degeneration of the ANC. It can no longer be beyond this. This is the last level. Where have you ever seen Khalima Mutante doing that? One of the people who occupied that position. You know, when Khalema Mutlante uh, spoke after the NEC, some of us were not married. Half the time after 
activities of the organization during the day. At night, we are at social places. And then someone says, the SG is speaking uh, later today at 7 or now. The SG is speaking now. And we are busy dancing and all of the music will be shut down to listen to the Secretary General of the ANC. Or the Secretary General of the ANC spoke when it mattered. Not this thing of speaking every time you go to toilet, when you come back constipated, you want to say something. No. That is demonstration of the degeneration the ANC has ever experienced. From that night, from that evening, till today, till today, he's still tweeting and talking about the EFF national shutdown. The Secretary General of the ANC. Why? Because there are no longer veterans there. Who can say to him, but no one, no, there's no longer anyone. Ramaphosa is excited because he thinks it's his personal defense, but he doesn't see that this is actually destroying the office of Secretary General who wants to create some non-existing beef. Because Mbalula was told, he listened to that nonsense, and I told him when he called me, I said, you listened to that nonsense that Malema has made, has made his match, and you're taking it literally. 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 I know how to poke them. I poke them deliberately, and I know how they are going to react. Mbalula always. You know, just nap. I just after the 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 shutdown, I someone sent me a picture of me with the EFF logo, and then I put it there. I wrote uh, "Action Killer Man." Go and see what he put today. A picture of himself. <laughs> When I tell you I've got them by here, you think I'm playing. <laughs> he went to take a picture of himself, did exactly what I did. <laughs> so, he's, he, he, he took that thing literally and, and he can't think. And he even says to me, yeah, when you attack the ANC, you are attacking me. I'm the ANC. You are not the ANC. You are nothing. Who are you? I have no problem with Mbalula attack the EFF, you, you can't hear me uh, intervening. The EFF has got capable young men and women who will put him at this place. But why are you coming for me? And you coming for me because of your proximity to me. And you think that they will use you to destroy me. I have no time for ANC people. They don't like me. Even himself doesn't like me. He's envious of me. So why, why should I be worried about them? He envies me. They do that. All of them. So, especially the ones I grew up with in the youth league, they envy me. And, and if they get an opportunity, they will kill me. Because the problem with envy is that this guy has now led a shutdown. How do I lead a shutdown? Then you are unable to meet these things that you are competing with this guy about. And it becomes something else. So, he is not having any agenda, none whatsoever. He's just 
going crazy because they said to him, Malema has made his marriage. I'm not scared of Mfumbalula. He has never done anything for me. I don't need anything from him. I am where I am because of my own commitment to the revolution. I'm not Mbalula's child. And he will never intimidate me. I won't be intimidated by Mbalula. I, I, they tried many presidents, not even secretary generals of the ANC. Many. He's a clown that knows very well, can't do anything. And he must stop pushing me. He wants to come personal. I will be extremely personal. Then he will talk about degeneration. I have a huge respect for his family. And a huge respect for his wife, a dignified woman. To an extent that if I attack his family, it means I'll be attacking that woman. He's got children who are now older who hear these things. Why should we be personal with wives and children who are older who can follow this thing and get hurt personally by such things? We shouldn't. We shouldn't, but he must not push me. I'm not a push around. I can, I can come just once, once on him. It will be done. And I don't want to do that. So he must keep my family name out of his mouth. That's all I'm asking for. The rest of the politics, I'm okay with them. I don't care. I have no problem. I just want briefly, no, in a very brief way, all of us ought to ask ourselves, DP, what is a shutdown? In an English definition manner, what is a shutdown? Amongst other things, it means temporary suspension of operations and, or business. Have you not experienced that? If you have experienced that, there was a shutdown. That's it.